I think it's really been that guiding and driving force. And I give it a lot of credit to my intuition just by following that and being aligned with that. That's really when all of the magical things have kind of come into my life. Welcome to Your Magic. I'm Michelle T. And today my special guest is the Aquarian pop phenomenon, Tinashe. We'll talk about intuition, tarot, and angel numbers, which I got so intrigued by, I organized a little explanation of what it's all about for those of you who are curious as to why certain numbers keep popping up for you. Stay tuned. was thinking about how many of us have legit psychic experiences on the regular, by which I mean intuition, that feeling you get in your gut, and it really so often does feel located there, doesn't it? That gives us information about what we want or believe. It helps us know things, even if we shouldn't or can't prove it. It's powerful and mysterious felt knowledge. Intuition is getting a little less baffling thanks to Magic's dear friend, Science. Perhaps you've gotten the memo, but sources from the National Library of Medicine to the American Psychological Association are reporting that, yeah, our literal guts are loaded with these information-rich cells, and they travel to our brain via the vagus nerve. These cells pass messages about the state of your digestion, but they're also transmitting emotions, feelings, instincts, and intuitions up to Command Central. Those of us with bodies are not surprised by this. We felt the force of this strange knowledge landing, giving us chills or a stomach ache, a feeling of urgency, excitement, or, you know, fight or flight. Those of us with bodies that have been assigned female also know how commonly dismissed this intelligence is, leaving us vulnerable to gaslighting, self-doubt, and a corrosive confusion. I wish it didn't take the beloved, but let's face it, patriarchal institution of science to validate what so many of us have known all along, that sometimes you just know things, and that knowing can range from a mundane hunch to full-fledged psychic abilities. For many years, I had a pretty battered intuition, the result of knowing that something creepy was going on at home, but not wanting it to be true, and then having it denied. A lousy intuition sets you up for lousy relationships. Unable to validate your own psychic emotional knowledge, you're more likely to believe some chump's rationale than the sirens going off in your guts. I built my intuition back up slowly, first by realizing that I have intuition and that it's strong and it needs to be listened to. Sometimes just that focus and support is all it needs. Reading tarot cards definitely helps a lot since it traffics in images and symbols, a language the intuitive system seems to speak keeping a dream journal, meditating, praying, or you know, performing devotional rituals also helps your intuition wake up and take up more space inside your body. Though I really like that science has been investigating and proving the existence of our gut knowing, I also like how we still don't really understand the hows and whys of it. Even if these cells in our guts are perking up and sending an alert to our brain, how do they, how do we know what we know? I'm sure science will figure it out eventually, and until then, it will be nurtured by magic. Here's Tanache. Tanache, thank you so much for being on your magic. Thank you so much for having me. I have been so excited about you guesting on this show because I know that you are into angel numbers. This is true? Very much so. So much that I named my last album, 333. So I'm definitely excited to talk about them today. Would you be able to sort of give a primer to listeners of like what they are? 
Well, angel numbers are just numbers that you kind of see in the world that basically affirm that you're on the right path or that different things are kind of happening in your life. You can kind of use them as these gentle reminders that, you know, your your guides or your angels or everything is kind of leading you on the right path, especially 333 for me really resonated. And so I have just kind of really embodied that every time I see those numbers, I'm like, oh, there it is again, 333. And um, that's always just a really lovely reminder for me. That's so great. So do they have different, do different um, number sets mean different things? Yeah, absolutely. Different numbers have different meanings. Um, three through three specifically means that like you are guided by the, the angels, your specific guides are kind of leading you on the right path. And that one I, I felt like really resonated where with me where I am in my life because I made a lot of big decisions in my career and in which way I wanted to go into the future. And, you know, at the time feeling like I was on the right path and that I was making the right choices was something that I, you know, really kind of gravitated towards. That's so fantastic. It's so helpful to get these sort of otherworldly seeming just like pats on the back from like energy in the universe. Do you believe in angels and guides? Like, do you feel like, do you have a relationship with that concept? Absolutely. I think that for me, even my name means God is with us. And so it's always been something that I felt I've been very connected to the spiritual, I guess, realm and side of things for, for a really long time since I was young and just kind of always remembering that there's, these kind of other beings, other forces, other energies, I guess that have always kind of propelled me forward in my life or kind of kept me really safe throughout my journey. And I think that that's something that I continuously reflect on and kind of hold hold dear to my heart. Were you raised in like a spiritual family? It, it was really interesting. My household was really, I think, open spiritually. Uh, we weren't super dogmatic by any means like we didn't go to church when we were young um but my my mom for example was always really into spiritual themes and kind of allowed me to explore my spirituality at a really early age i remember i was really in, interested in buddhism and buddhist concepts when i was about like 13 years old was when i really got into that so I feel like that was when I kind of took my spiritual journey into my own hands, I guess, and started making decisions about like what I thought about things and what I thought about the world and the nature of reality and spirituality in general. Honestly, for me, one of the things that I love about spirituality is that you can find such similar themes and similar lessons across so many different belief systems. And I think that that's really interesting and that's really beautiful. So for me to find kind of those comparisons and and to explore just different ways that people have over the years, I guess, guided their lives or or kind of fostered their communities through, you know, their own individual teachings. I think it's really beautiful too. How did quarantine and pandemic affect your spiritual practice? For for one thing, I just had way more time than I ever kind of had in the previous years. I was doing a lot of traveling, a lot of, you know, playing different shows in different cities and different places and constantly on the move and, and going through the motions. And so I did always have a spiritual practice, but it wasn't to the extent um, and also in the type of regularity that I was able to practice over the course of, of the quarantine. 
So just being every single day able to kind of check in with myself and kind of make that my priority was something that was really, I think, crucial in both my development of this album and also just kind of like the development of myself and my character over the the past year and a half, 18 months. Are there any like rituals or anything that you actually did that you can share that was new or that you got a lot of comfort from? I'm not exactly sure that there was one thing in particular. A lot of it was just kind of like my routines and like the Mm -hmm. things that I was constantly doing throughout my days, whether that was just having like a really nice sleep schedule and waking up in the morning and being in the sun and, and meditating in the sun and you know, being able to water my plants and like walk around my house and, you know, just like have gratitude practice like in the morning first thing. I think that was probably the biggest thing that I was able to do consistently every day that I never really did before to kind of, you know, just really have a lot of self-care practice, like light candles and, you know, have aromatherapy and give myself like a little bit of like, you know, a face mask or or just kind of go above and beyond in terms of like self-care and like making sure that I felt really centralized in my I guess, in my in my universe. I love like elevating self-care to the level of like a spiritual practice, like witchcraft, (laughs) you know, it's so great. It's like, I'm just worshiping myself here. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm the goddess. I'm the goddess. Yeah, it's so true. I think there's overlap in that, in that sense. I think that by treating ourselves with that kind of respect, it is spiritual. It is a spiritual practice. I think that Mm -hmm. that kind of enriches your, your spirit and your love for yourself. So I also love the third eye that you have in that photo of yourself on the cover. That, that's the cover photo for 333. Yeah, the cover of my album. Ah, um, it made me want to talk to you about like intuition. Because to me, it's such a, you know, uh, symbol, of course, right for our third eye and our, our, our psychic abilities or, you know, as they manifest maybe more, more humbly as intuition. Um, what is intuition to you? When I look back on my life, my career and how I've navigated through it, how I've manifested a lot of things for myself and how just different things in my life, I've had different intuition about them at at different points in my life that were very strong and felt like very visceral at the time. I think it's really been that guiding and driving force. And I give a, a lot of credit to my intuition to how I've kind of got everything that I've got. Just by following that and being aligned with that, that's really when all of the magical things have kind of come into my life. But the for better or for worse as well, you know, I think I've learned a lot of lessons, things that I intuitively probably knew were meant for me to learn as well. And and it's it's kind of crazy to me thinking back how many times just a very strong sense of what the answer was. You know, you can kind of feel it in, in like your gut and your stomach, like right at the top. So for me, I, I was always very connected with that and, and tapped into that as much as I could. How Do you think it's especially important for artists to be able to trust their, their intuition? Absolutely. For me, I think my career, if it ever took any kind of quote unquote, like wrong turn or any type of negative period in my career was always when I wasn't trusting that intuition. It was when I was letting outside forces kind of be the guide in the decisions I was making, the art I was producing, um, the energy I was just putting into the universe. I think it was, 
getting back in alignment with that inside of me, especially my creative intuition and knowing like that the things that I was making and, and the ideas that I was having were the best ones to offer and, and really trusting in that and having confidence in that, I think is what gave me a, a very fresh start when I went independent. I left my record label. I made this big decision to go independent and be my own, you know, boss, the own captain of my ship. And that was a very intuitive move for me. It just felt like this is what I need to do. This is how I'm going to be able to best express what I need to express. And if I don't do this, I'll potentially lose that magic, that spark, that is, you know, the, the beauty of, of being an artist, that creativity and, and that confidence in myself. I'm happier. I feel more fulfilled. It, it's crazy how everything just feels so much more at peace and so much more calm when you're not, you know, trusting that feeling inside of you and you're kind of fighting it and you're in resistance to that. That I think that's a big, big lesson for me in terms of like when my career has been really great and when it's not. Well, I would love to pick some tarot cards for you. Would you, do you have a relationship with tarot cards? I do. I have some tarot cards that were gifted to me by somebody very special. So I always, I think when I feel very much so like I need some guidance, I'll always kind of pull one and just see, see where my head is at. But uh, it's definitely not like a daily practice or anything like that. It's, it's kind of a once in a while when I'm feeling really just, uncertain mm -hmm. if you kind of give me a little bit of certainty but yeah it's kind of also kind of a newer practice in my life I haven't really been into tarot for too long um what would you like to know you're absolutely right you know like some people do have daily practices I go in and out of having that but I love pulling cards for clarity just to be like is this the right path or is that the right path like what's open what's closed like those are great great things to use the tarot for if you have anything like that going on in your life? Well, I think the, the, the first thing that I obviously want to know is, is based with this album career wise, you know, is this, I have a tour coming up as well. So I'm just like looking to see like how this is all going to go for me. I'm assuming that this is all kind of the right path. It feels right. I'm very excited about it. And, and my intuition tells me that it's going to be a great rest of my year, but I'm also, you know, I haven't been on the road in a long time. There's a lot of things that potentially, I guess, could go awry. So I don't know, maybe some clarity as to as to what the rest of this year looks like for me. Yeah, let me pull some cards on like, what is what does the energy look around your tour around your touring look like? So that's I'm going to do a couple of different things. So right now I'm shuffling the Toth deck and I'm going to just pull three cards to get an idea of like, what does the energy look like? Because you're right. I mean, it's um, it's like going from zero to 100, right? Like from this yeah. kind of isolation to whoa, back on the and being on the road is, is so um, exhilarating and exhausting. It's like all the things, right? Um, okay, now I just pulled out another deck of cards here. It's an Oracle deck called Vessel. Ooh, and nice. I'm going to pull this for some extra guidance for you. Like, okay, like, you know, Tor is going to have ups and downs. We know that without even picking the cards, right? So because that's just life. So yeah. so what what is there for you to think about? What is helpful energies for you to kind of conjure and helpful concepts for you to have in mind? Oh, this card just flipped out that's called Begin. It's like enough already. Just go go on your tour. Yeah. The cards that have come up 
for your tour. Oh my God, I have to be really honest with you, okay? When you're like, what's this tour gonna look like? I'm like, I don't love picking cards for things that are set in stone, right? If you were like, mm. should I go on tour? I love those questions. Like, here's what it looks like if you do. Here's if you don't. And now I'm just pulling these cards going, oh God, what if they're terrible? I'm gonna have to be like, ew, it looks like, it looks like your tour is gonna be super hard. But I'm so happy to say that your tour is going to be a success you literally got the success card okay yeah that's amazing this is the card that you want to have for a big undertaking in the material world and is there any bigger undertaking than a tour i mean no you've got staff you've got your equipment you've got your wheels you got you know your body you got to keep healthy while you're on the road i mean it's like it's so earthy it's so disc so this is beautiful i have chills i'm really happy for you that's amazing oh it gets better it gets better. Just hold on a second. Because your next card is fortune. Okay. So like destiny, this is a big, I mean, like, oh, I feel like everything that you've been talking about, how you're coming out of this period of like having to super trust your intuition, you know, trust your creative inspiration, let that guide you go out on your own. This is the tour that's going to back that up. And you are really going to feel it's going to be like such a, a tangible proof that like, yes, this was the right thing to do. This is the album I needed to make. I'm bringing it out to the people who need to receive it. Oh, it's going to be so good for you. Fortune is just like, it's it's one of the most positive cards in the deck. And I feel like it's a destiny card. It's like, yeah, you're going to be on top because it's your destiny to be on top. Now, all of that said, you also have adjustment. So this is a Libra card. This is like, okay, okay, this is a lot, right? Going from kind of, I don't, I mean, I, again, like, I don't know exactly what your pandemic was like. It sounds like it was very chill, a lot of self-care, um, a lot, you know, big decisions and a lot of creativity. But whoa, man, you're going to be out in the world, in front of the world. And that might, I'm really glad I picked these little helper cards for you because the adjustment card is just saying, it might be hard to keep that balance, you know? Right. It's mm -hmm. going to be challenging so, you know, I don't know, I would just say, make, make, make reasonable goals, like you're not going to probably be able to keep your self care at the same level. But at the same time, it's going to be so important for you to have good self care, right? Totally, because it's so rigorous. All right, let's see what we got here. Remember, I said that card called begin jumped out of the deck while I was shuffling. It's the center card for this pull that I just did begin and you know folks listening it's a giant star with all of these hearts and rays just exploding out of it and it's like yes like it's time to go it's time to do this and then next to it is spirit so this is really wonderful it's like a hand and it's like the pointer finger is like touching a star and there's wings coming off the star and you have a spiritual practice you feel that you're guided by angels and by spirit um, and that you have guides so it's like yes keep close to that. Let that be something that you check in with regularly. If you do hit a place that feels bumpy, like this adjustment card here, where you feel like you need an adjustment, turn to that spiritual source, right? Whatever that is for you, that's going to really help you out because then in the next card is it gets better. <laughs> um, with just a bunch of hands reaching a heart. So yeah, I mean, it looks like it's mostly going to be electric and exciting and fantastic and successful in any of the, um, you know, any issues with personal balance as uh, displayed in the adjustment card looks like you can totally work with that by just like trusting with the it gets better card trust that you, you know how to take care of yourself, reach out to spirit, bring in that spiritual practice. 
and like just do it do the work do the fun amazing work that you get to do in this world with the begin card wow that is like the perfect thing that i needed to hear obviously those are all things that i hope for with this tour that's all you can hope for is to be able to connect with people and and have that successful just experience but I think the one thing that I'm personally really looking forward to and hoping to receive from this tour, I guess, is some sense of, yeah, it's been a long time since I've had any type of like real tangible validation from like my fans that the music that I've made is meaningful to them because I haven't been in the same room with them. It's like one thing to read comments online. It's like a totally other thing to you know, see them and experience them and hug them. And and I'm just really looking forward to that. So that makes me very, very, very excited. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going to get all that like validation, that real world confirmation of like being on the right path and having done something that touches people. Is there any other things that you'd like some cards on? You know what, I, I do think that Probably outside of of the career, outside of touring, I think I do have a lot of mm, unfinished business in my personal life. I have a couple friends that, you know, I have kind of cut out of my life in the past year and a half that I'm not really exactly sure how to move forward with that. Um, so maybe that could, I could, maybe I could have some clarity as to what I should do in that situation. Should I continue to kind of cut these people out or should I, I don't know if I should kind of, I've, I think my last year was a lot of learning how to set boundaries and, and walls and like build those around myself to kind of build myself back up. And that's been something that I've been really proud of myself for doing. So now I'm kind of wondering if I need to keep these boundaries, if this is a lesson that I need to continue moving forward with, or if this is something that maybe I can, that I've grown past, I don't know. All right, let's look at it. So first I'm gonna shuffle saying, what does it look like for you just to keep these boundaries up for right now? You know, like what does it look like for you just to keep your guard up and keep those boundaries? All right, I'm pulling three cards. And now I'm gonna shuffle and say, what does it look like for you to maybe peek over the fence? Maybe we hit a reset button of sorts. So staying away, hmm, and now, okay, this is interesting. The cards are mixed in both of them, which made me think, I, I was aware that this could be possible. And I was thinking, you're talking about multiple people. Is it possible that there's maybe like some people or one person that you should kind of keep away from and one that you can maybe let in? Do you think that that's possible? For sure, that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> How many people are we talking about here? <laughs> two people, yeah. two specific people. Okay, think about the first one. Think about the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull some uh, cards here. Think about the first person, okay? Okay. So y'all knew who okay. that is. I don't know who it is, but you're going to know who this person is. I'm going to pick one clarifying card for this person. And now think of the other person. Think of the second person. Okay. And again, you'll know who this person is. Person number two. Okay. Let's see what that person is. All right. Huh. I think person number one is a better if there's somebody you're going to interact with. It's that first person. Um, let me so let me get into the cards here. So for keeping your boundary, you you got really good cards, but it's a little mixed. You got the hanged man, which is showing that like, all right, this is 
this is a sacrifice for you. You know, you did something, you pushed your comfort zone. Like, I don't know, it doesn't sound like you're in the business of firing friends. And now you did something that you felt like you had to and it didn't feel great. But but the next card here is love. And so you did it out of self love, right? You did it out of love for yourself. And maybe even love for these people. Because sometimes that's how people learn is when the people around them stop tolerating their bullshit, right? So sometimes it's a loving thing to say, like, no, I'm gonna take some space from this. But then here's this other thing. And it's the seven of discs and it's a failure card but it doesn't necessarily mean that the thing is a failure it does make me wonder of like okay what you know what what is it talking about the seven is an emotional number and the discs are the material world and so it ends up being a card that's about like fear really fear of failure so I don't know if you're worried that you were too harsh or something like that it looks like going back in and letting these folks in the very first card is strife it's like problems right away do they get kind of cleared up right away it's like a lot of energy look at all these wands five of wands eight of wands knight of wands it's like fire these people are just like on fire so they, you can't control them you know and I mean of course you don't want to but it's like it feels so out of control that it makes me wonder how you keep your you keep your grounding in the midst of it all so now that I just worked it through I, I would say like I would I would definitely err on keeping those boundaries up that person number one they they're the peace card it's the two of swords so they might have a little they might be more chill and be able to actually communicate that's a good communication card could be a little waffly also, though, a little like um, the other person got the power sun and Capricorn. And in this scenario, I'm seeing this as like power trippy, power hungry, not somebody who's going to um, be able to let themselves be vulnerable enough to start anew. I would say um, stick with your boundaries. They're made out of self-love. And this this failure card just looks like fear to me at the end of the day. Well, <laughs> I think that was what I was planning on doing. That was what I was airing on. So that, that gives me a little bit of clarity there because I feel like I was getting a little bit bamboozled. Boundaries is helpful. Thank you so much for like being on this show. It's It's been so cool to get to talk about angel numbers with you and learn about your practice. And I just hope you have such a great time on your tour and really get to experience the success of your new album. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. So talking to Tanache inspired me to look deeper into the phenomena of angel numbers. The belief that noticing a repeating series of numbers showing up in your life means that angelic beings are trying to communicate with you. Now, I love an angelic being, and this is one of those beliefs that are very witchy and woo, but even God-fearing Christian folks can get into because angels. Are they the messengers of a Judeo-Christian monotheistic God? Or are they high vibrating light beings from the spirit realm? Who knows? But, you know, if you like the idea of benevolent entities looking out for you, or if you've had the uncanny experience of noticing the clock every time it says 555, and then your grocery bill comes out to $55.55, and then you get a robocall on your cell from a number ending in 555, I mean, that's odd. Let's see what these numbers mean. Ones are said to be about something fresh happening in your life, that you've got a new beginning going on. The vibe of twos is other people, partnerships, but twos can be about balance also, like maybe your life is a little out of sync and you need to bring it back into balance. Threes speak to the power of our own creativity and the possibility that through creativity, we can leave our mark on our culture. 
Now I found contrasting meanings for the number four. Some people believe it's a warning about work, something's going wrong in your career. Others say it's angels letting you know you're actually headed in the right direction. So that's very unhelpful. Fives have a real astrological fifth house vibe. They signify fun times and shaking you out of any ruts you might be in. Five is like the party number. Six is really associated with home and also about keeping a positive attitude. Sevens have big spiritual energy and communicates that you have the ability to connect with the divine right now. Eight is the number of abundance, prosperity, and your good karma coming through in the form of resources. And nine, nine is about your soul's true purpose on earth and a sign that you're doing it, you're in it, and you're gonna see some results. Angel numbers aren't just one through nine. There are meanings to all sorts of different numerical combos. 12-12 is telling you you have to work a little harder if you wanna make changes in your life. Sixes and threes together means the universe is blessing your efforts. Zeros encourage you to keep doing just what you're doing. Combinations of fours and sixes say you're paying too much attention to material things and you gotta get more spiritual. It goes on and on and on. I mean, numbers are infinite. I'm torn about these angel numbers. Sometimes noticing such synchronicities do help me to feel like I'm sort of on the right track. They can remind me that there's a spiritual dimension to everything if I've gotten a little distracted. On the other hand, it can also feel obsessive. And ringing a meaning from every number on a receipt or a screen can make me feel like I'm sliding into some magical thinking. But who's to say magical thinking is that bad? Sometimes it's just what the goddess ordered. As for me, I'm going to use these numerical meanings when I'm doing spells and rituals at my altar. Maybe carving a three on a candle I'm using to dedicate to a writing project, or working the number six into a home-centric spell. As always, the best part of magic is you can tweak it. You can take it or leave it. You can check in with yourself and let what feels good and comforting and inspiring be your guide. Sometimes it feels like the universe really is communicating with us, sending uncanny signs and symbols our way. Other times it's like that cosmic vibe seems harder to grasp. Whether we're meditating or playing with tarot to strengthen our intuition, or deciding that that reoccurring 777 is in fact the goddess winking at us, I like that there are always things to do and mindsets to adopt that help our lives feel a bit more infused with magic. Here's hoping your own week is filled with lots of mystical messages tailored just for you. Thanks for tuning into Your Magic. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at This Is Your Magic. You can subscribe to us right here on Spotify. Do what you need to do to never miss an episode. And sign up for our newsletter at thisisyourmagic.com and get more musings from our team of spiritual seekers. And you can email us at hello at thisisyourmagic.com. We would love to hear from you. This episode was produced and edited by Molly Elizalde, Tony Gannon, and Vera Blossom. We got production support from Raven Yamamoto. Our executive producers are Ben Cooley, myself, and Molly Elizalde. Our original theme music is by John Kimbrough. Tune in next week for a recording of our live show with perfume genius Rachel True and more. Thanks for listening.